we're going to aim for the peak this week, my friends. There is no more messing around, being mealy-mouthed about our goals. I'm talking about the mentality of a champion. That's right. People who are able to achieve at the highest level for consistent patterns over time. Thank God it's Monday. Thank God you guys are here with me on another Ego Killer Motivation. Johan Francis right here. And this is our goal to build ourselves up on 10 by peeling back layers of the human condition. Layer by layer. Like we're miners down in that mine looking for nuggets and repeatable actionable pieces of advice that we can use for each other to get through the sticking points that's what we do right here thank you guys for listening to another episode because the goal for tgim is trying to get you guys to think about your life and your goals as the most important thing in your life and to do that we got to jump into yet another monday last week i actually had a conversation real quick with somebody we were over here taking this reformer because if you guys didn't know i love love being on that reformer that pilates reformer i love teaching on it i do it daily and what i had a conversation with this woman was yo mondays have a reputation of being sorry <laughs> so if you do everything in your power to make monday feel like it is the greatest time that you can have all week you kind of take all of that conditional you know, societal understanding that Mondays suck and you flip it around on his head, which is why we go 10 toes on Monday. And like I said before, today is all about making sure that your mentality is switched. All right. So if you guys are old enough to remember a time where there were just dials, right? You had to turn your radio up by spinning the knob, your boom box. You got to turn that up by spinning the knob. When you got to the Number 10, it would say max. I want you guys to think of a champion mentality where your mindset is on max potentiality. What I mean is you're thinking about all the potential outcomes that are positive for you this week. Whether it's at work, whether it's personal, whether it's you guys learning new skills, being inside the gym, getting that run going. You're thinking about the max possible potential this week for positive outcomes. And guess what? You've just aligned with a championship mentality. Drawing one more parallel right here. This right here is early January when I'm recording this. And in the U.S., right, we're over here loving on some football. And we have all the sports going up right now. I was, in fact, sitting out there watching a game the other night. I forget where we are at some restaurant and uh, looked up and, yo, there it goes. Tokyo 2024, those Olympics, talking about that championship mindset right there. And yesterday I was watching an MMA fight and two new champions were blessed or christened. And it got me thinking even more about the mindset of a champion. I was watching one fighter be a champion and another fighter. I was watching one fighter who was a title holder get made to look not like a champion. So we're going to talk about that. And then I watched another fighter who she's really never displayed the skill to be a champion. 
and she is in fact now champion. Because of a number of kind of outside circumstances and paradigm shifts that have happened inside of MMA, but also she has never really quit. <laughs> Everybody else kind of did, and it kind of seems like she's the only one left standing. That speaks to consistency over the long term right there, so that's what we're going to talk about it right here, what sets champions apart, and I'm going to go ahead too and focus on a few key nuggets right there so we're gonna peel back until we find out what these nuggets are i'm gonna deal with three of these great nuggets talk about that confidence i'm gonna talk about that deliberate learning something that i love and then the idea of mastery all right that might make some some of your butt cheeks <laughs> i might make your shorts a little bit shorter <laughs> sometimes you think about the idea of mastery because mastery is that long play right mastery isn't going up to the table and betting on black right away betting on double zeros mastery is you know it's a little bit more complex and long term so that's what we're going to talk about today let's break it down and one of the key aspects of this right here champion building that we're on can be the weather and I've never seen it to where like most of the United States right now is experiencing like a real winter. If you guys are out there in the middle of the country, you're experiencing a real winter, aren't you? And if you're on the West, you're getting rain, you're getting dumped on. And if you're over there, you got snow and you got ice. It's like everyone's actually having a winter. I don't know about Florida though. Does, do, they, I don't, do they even have winter? I don't think so. You're chilling if you're on the Keys. <laughs> um. And before we get into it, you guys remember, I have free stuff for you. We're going to talk about confidence and competence. Well, one of the ways that I give you guys confidence is inside of your nutrition habits. So by downloading my ebook and the PDFs right there on the website, coachjohancscs.com, go there right now. What will happen is you guys will get the confidence by reading up on that PDF to eat for however you're living really confidently. You don't have to be a meathead. You don't even have to be super duper active in order to get your nutrition right. What you got to do is know all of these little ins and outs of how you're supposed to eat. All right. And that's what I provide. Go and download that. It's free. It's just hanging out there. And one of the ideas that I looked at during this fight, and I'm going to talk about this, is I have, there's a fighter, Sean Strickland. And he's been in the news media thing cycle because... One, he had a coach or a cornerman that kicked his ass, who is actually my favorite fighter on the planet right now, Alex Pereira, one of my favorite fighters, and my favorite fighter and has been for like five years now, actually cornered this Strickland character. But then Strickland went into the, that's the first thing. The second thing was this dude just says a bunch of wild-ish, and it's borderline ridiculous, but you also see what a damaged soul he is. And he went into the cage to defend against a guy named Drickus. And I was watching this, and I was, at the end of the day, because people like how controversial and how much of a mouthpiece this Strickland character has, people thought that he kind of got, like, robbed, right? And the point is, he didn't. The whole fight, he was being very cautious, which is kind of counter to the way he talks. He talks the most. Then when he gets in there, he's very cautious and calculating. I like the dichotomy. But what I noticed was he forgot to bring his championship mentality in there. Dude totally forgot to be a champion. You guys might notice if you do watch any type of fighting that the champion always acts 
differently when she's putting her belt on the line than the contender. Even if champion and challenger have the same skill set, champion always bites down on their mouthpiece and fights harder. Go in there and watch that fight, right? Any fight recently. Watch that Alicia Bumgarner recently when she had to win the title and then the next time she fights, she's defending. And watch how, even though it's an even fight, one person either has to beat a stalwart champion who's just sitting there saying, you have to take this from me and I'm not going to give it up easy championship mentality. Anyway, I was watching the Strickland fight and at the end of the day, I just felt like you just got to take that belt from him because he's not really going to grab onto it too hard. He's not showing championship medal. He didn't pass the eye test of a champion. The other guy wanted his belt more, wanted his title more. And that's just unacceptable champion behavior. Meanwhile, you had Raquel Pennington, all right? Also in the UFC, we had someone that's been fighting for a long time on TV and never, ever, 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 in my opinion, displayed the type of medal that was observant of a champion other than her grit. Her tenacity, actually, these are the only reasons, <laughs> but her skill level was not up there as as high as the championship skill level was. But this is her getting multiple cracks at the championship and never being able to get there. Her contemporaries, I think, kind of moved on. Maybe the, the greatest kind of example. All right, so maybe she is a champion because she just keeps coming back. And she finally wins. She eventually got a hold of someone that isn't, as tough as she is, which there are very few fighters out there, and she wins. She's now a champion because she didn't have the skill set, but she's got that mentality. And we're going to talk about what that mentality looks like. And before we do, we got to speak on this real quick. Are you a champion? I mean, really, though, are you a champion? Let me know. Have you ever been called a champion? Not just because you guys are pouring up beers not just because your loved ones are sitting there and you got you just gifted them some money or something like are you a champion have you ever been called one let me know in the comments right there if you're listening on spotify there's a place right there on spotify where you could go ahead and tell me stuff have you ever been called a champion write it down i'll even wait and i ask because most of us maybe have for a hot second but it was like it was bestowed on you. Was it? <laughs> it was you were knighted a champion, right? Somebody else came along and hung that, you know, that red and blue medal around your neck, and that thing hang down a little bit. Maybe you took a bite out of it to <laughs> make sure it was the right, you know, density of plastic, fourteen carat epoxy, right? Or whatever it might be right there. You were a champion for your second. Maybe you were in a group of people who were called champions. And once again, that's because that's an honor. Meaning somebody else gifted you the title. And so what I'm talking about where your mentality is has to be a champion is not going to be the same thing as someone christening you. <laughs> sprinkling that holy water and telling you that you are a champion. Instead, right, you have to be able to mimic the mindset of a winner. Someone who's able to achieve 
at the highest level. That requires us to have a few key components. Something that makes a fighter fail when the lights are the brightest, when they're supposed to be dogged about their title contention, they're supposed to be absolutely fierce when it comes to defending the goal that they have. They're supposed to be barbarians, barbarous actors when it comes to holding on to the gold and the title they were gifted. And then others who don't even have the skill set that measure up to the skill set of other people around them embody all, all of these things. What do they embody? Let's talk about it. There's a mindset. There's skill. There's, right? There's um, being mentally rehearsing what you're doing. There's celebrating the small wins, which is what we talked about last week right there is how to do that. And there's just being consistently really excellent or considering yourself a master or getting to that stage and just being super consistent with it, right? There's an idea that you're supposed to be out here practicing when nobody else is practicing type deal when you don't have the same thing, routine habits, learning from being knocked back, and the idea of setting up for a flow state, all right? Some of the key components also include confidence, having the confidence to not just, confidence is not what you think it is, my friends, it just is not this idea that being bombastic about yours, right? That's always going to be complementary to your skill. And so we get up to this point talking about, and this is a mouth tongue twister, the confidence competence loop. Confidence confidence loop suggests that confidence requires performance and successful experience builds confidence champions engage in activities that boost confidence all right you guys when you have a championship mindset you're building confidence you've you're creating a positive cycle of competence and belief in your abilities you do things or you take those w's early on in the process that boosts confidence allowing you to take that it's like the bank giving you a big loan for your cash. Your cash was your initial investment. Now they're giving you confidence. Bank comes out and says, here, let's, here's some confidence for you. You take that. And what do you do with it? You go and make some more money. You take some more of that confidence and you go work on your skill. And you're better at it because of that. Because you got better at something, you feel better. Now you're able to apply and push yourself past perceived barriers easily. You're able to kind of consistently make necessary changes. You see positive outcomes over negative ones. You're pushing way past your limits, which is what we talk about on this particular program or show. And the, the, the ability to access that new level, the new strata of skill building, of limitless positive 
growth actually guess what builds your confidence and then it starts to become you wearing like colorful shirts and you know see walking out of the house and then you know listening to really loud music in your car when you pull up to the gym wearing really tiny shorts and just being like so stop looking at me and your confidence becomes through the roof and it becomes something that from the outside observer can be seen as full-on peacocking or could be seen as joking around. Like, you don't really have the confidence. It could be fugazi. It could be a veneer, an artifice, fake to the outside. And that's where we have trouble accessing that. One of the keys that I remember from you guys is a long time ago, I was training with my guy, Leonard, and he was telling me in life, he was in this space where he was smoking a ton of cigarettes, he was having trouble at home a little bit, and one of the things, he had a great job, the job was kind of wearing him down, he was always on call, even on Sundays, had to drop everything and make it move over to that big tech company right there, and the guy was worn down, wanted to quit his cigarettes, wanted to start lifting, basically wanted to feel confident, I mean, Buddy had like, I believe, man, like 20% body fat anyways. It's really cool guy, um, but just wasn't feeling it, right, in his daily life, despite all of these great outside benchmarkers. You look at him, you don't see confidence, but you see the potential for skill. He was a high achiever. Dude was making moves. And I remember, I'll never forget, he's like, he told me, all right, we had a little discussion, and he goes, I feel like if I can just make these heavy lifts, it will increase my confidence. Whenever I'm really out there smoking, I'm not able to eat what I want to eat. And I come into the gym and my workouts are bad and I don't really have the opportunity to build here. It has it messes with my confidence. And then when my confidence is really bad, I'm not able to kind of get back from it. And I've never heard anyone else just lay it out just like that. Yoga mat that idea of confidence and its deleterious effect when you don't have it on your physical performance and your job performance as a man and women you probably feel the same way too just straight up and down 12 o'clock with that he just straight up was like or six o'clock he was straight up like when i don't have confidence i suck at stuff and it makes it harder <laughs> and i always remembered that because no one just straight up said it and he was totally right confidence competence loop the idea of being a champion is taking part in that loop it's a reciprocal relationship between confidence and skill where individuals experience success and gain in a skill that increases as confidence grows you're more likely to engage in activities building early successes early on in a training program you're at your job site and then, you know, whatever your role might be inside of a team, maybe you are the leader. When you start to display your performance, you build your confidence, maybe you're taking on more leadership roles, you're seeking more responsibilities, you're contributing to organizational success. Definitely when you're fostering a new skill, trying to learn a new language, trying to learn a new hobby, whatever it might be right there, the increased motivation means you're going to take on more challenging tasks, right? You're going to learn more about how to build certain joints if you're working with your metal. 
You're going to learn how to kind of organize the perfect outfit. You're trying to got maybe the bug. You got the fashion bug, putting together the perfect fit. That's a skill. And like I said, that overconfidence is always a big risk right there. That's ego food. That's where your ego really likes to say, oh, I'm presenting as somebody who has a high proficiency in my activities right here. Let's keep this going. Right? Let me show the aplomb of a winner, even though maybe I don't really win that much, win that frequently. Let me just show out like I do. And people will automatically think, I belong in that echelon of winners. I belong in the room at the table, at the long table with the winners instead of at the little table off in the corner at that one table with all the freaks. Let me just give off that risk and, or let me just give off that show. That can be overconfidence. And we all remember how many times I've said it before, how overconfidence starts to become this, this um, inflation of, of the part of the ego and then we stop learning. We just cold stop learning. It's almost as if you have somebody teaching you a skill. You're learning how to do the perfect back squat. And then all of a sudden your coach decides, I'm going to start teaching it to you in Cyrillic. <laughs> and you're like, I don't, is that Russian of some kind? I don't know what that is. And you just stop learning. The trust is broken. Literally the language barrier is broken. Or you have a substitute coach, right, come in and they speak really poor language. Lingua franca. Now all of a sudden my trust is broken. My flow is broken. The confidence goes down the, sh the, sh the tube. Alright. And the other two things I wanted to talk about have to do with flow states. This is a means where champions are often differentiated, at least when I've seen them. And who would I consider a champion? Who do you guys consider champions that walk amongst the mortal men and women like us? Right? Who do you guys consider a champion in your life? Is it somebody, to me, it's always going to be someone like my mom who showed up. Yes, she's a champion. She's a champion. Because one of the things that I think about women like her, women who, women or men, who do similar actions that I would associate with champions is showing up day after day. Because that. That shit never can be easy, right? We laud athletes when we see them and we hear that they show up day after day. We laud athletes when we hear that they show up first at the gym and then they're the last ones to leave. We over here giving them all the credit in the world. We adorn them like we're Miguel. Let me adorn you. We upgrade them like we're Beyonce because we think that there is something hugely lionized and lovable and acceptable about sheerly showing up every day. And that actually is a reflection on us society like why can't they or why shouldn't we be showing up every day right showing up every day is a part of that finding your flow state is important all right let's talk about that on the back end One thing you guys want to remember is you have free stuff waiting for you at coachjohanscscs.com we got nutrition programs Download that right there. Let's finish up our talk with flow states. One of my favorite ideas of inside of kind of sports psychology comes from two guys, right, who they're both, I think they're both dead actually at this point. But these two dudes, I think, form two very important cornerstones when it comes to 
um, fitness and its relationship with ego, mainly sports psychology and how that kind of fits together. And one of them is about the flow state and the other one is periodization, which has more to do with this, with just not beating your body up and not letting your body go to, go to crap because you work out too hard and then you get burned out, which burnout is both in between your ears and physical when it's not one, it's the other. And you know, you, you, you can make your body quit if you're just tired. So burnout becomes both mind and body. Uh, that's Leo Matviev, right, with his periodization. And then we have a Hungarian man, Mihai Chik Sem Mihai. Mihai Chik Sem Mihai. And this is a man who popularized the idea of a flow state. So you got to be fully present in your moves. All right. Fully present inside it is that you're doing and this is important to me because we have a hard time meeting you guys over the years i think that this was one of the hills that i certainly would have died on is that we spend so much time trying to get away from the present moment when that present moment isn't entertaining enough you're at work you wish you weren't hard workout just get it over with boring tv change your channels trying to cure your boredom you out of here starting to read that's too boring right like homer simpson right i'm trying to reduce my boredom when reading a book but being physically engaged nowadays is a thousand times harder than it's ever been because of tiktok no because of the windows to our souls, the cell phones that we carry, they are basically little dopamine buttons for us to smash whenever we need that. I have instead for myself become quite the masochist. Yes, I have made it a point that if I'm just chilling and I'm waiting for, you know, my family to come up out of the store at the mall that I just, I can't even find a reason to be in there like i can't be a lost puppy anymore i'm way too even just just tired for that i can't even find something interesting to to study the back of inside of these stores and i'm going to post it outside and leave i'll literally make a mental note to myself not to hit the dopamine button on the phone just leave that thing in my pocket and do the thing that I used to do before the mall became too expensive to shop at when we were youngsters. Which was just post up and chill and people watch. And so I'll sit there with a, you know, a pleasant look on my face and I'll just be out here people watching. Right? I'll just be out here people watching and I'm just creating like narratives of what people are going to do next and saying oh i know that dude's probably like a chemical engineer and that lady she's really good painter or whatever it is based on what they're wearing and that you know it's only like you know five minutes and then they come stumbling out of the store and then i'm like finally but by and large try it you guys to dial into the present moment and we talk about it all the time the main way to do this is to Take the ego out of the equation. In my example right now, I'm saying I'm happy to just chill inside the mall. (laughs) 
and and people watch, right? I'm thankful that I can just do that. How do you take ego out of the equation? How do we get away from distraction? We dial into what's happening right now. The quickest way is to think about what you're grateful for 100%. That's the quickest way. Thinking about what you're grateful for in this moment actually steals the ego's shine and allows you to feel hey, happy about what's going on right in front of you. Flow states. Being hyper-aware that their actions align seamlessly with your skill. Champions often do that. Whether you guys are all up inside of your projects, making calls, making presentations, hitting on all cylinders, on all beats. You're able to respond to questions succinctly, properly, and you look great doing it. Flow state. You're inside the gym. You just hit your first set. Power sets. You're working your kettlebells or whatever. You're hitting left and right. Put it back down. Right when you put it down, you notice you're able to catch your breath. Quick catch of the breath. I'm not too tired. I can probably change the flow but keep it going. Flow state. All of these things where you're in a space where you are not moving too fast. You're not, you're not, I don't ski, but you're not ahead of your skis, right? You're not leaning too far ahead of that. I guess that's bad if you're on skis. I just rolled down a hill sideways on a snowboard, which sounds as painful as it is, less probably than it even looks. Ouch. All right. But I'm trying to say is you don't end up thinking faster than your body can go. You don't end up moving outside of how fast you're metabolizing. Flow state. Okay. Being really present, especially physically, is an aspect of the champion mentality. And I love this. Find yourself in a flow state at some point today, my friends. And let me know in the comments what it looked like for you. Do that work. And then lastly, I'm going to talk about expertise and the idea of mastery. Not long, though. I'm just going to say that champions exhibit a commitment to expertise, whatever it is that you're developing a skill in. Remember, we talked about it a long time ago, which was developing a sense of the skill and all of its little, you know, cousin skills, getting really um, tolerable or maybe really quality at all of those little cousin skills. So that the main skill that you're working on is what you're really going to dominate at. You guys are working on your your tennis. I heard badminton in the gym the other day. I asked somebody what his favorite bodyweight exercise is. He said, badminton. I said, you need a racket, though. You need a racket. So, But anyway, let's say you're working on your swing. Maybe that requires you to work on your breathing. It requires you to work on your lateral movement. All of those things should be accessed. And what I mean is a commitment to the pursuit, just the pursuit of expertise, getting really, really, really good. What do you guys get out of being champions or having a championship mentality? You get sustained success. That's what you get. You get sustained success. And it isn't necessarily 
champion success where someone's going to walk up and drop a medal on you. Instead, what you get, you get to be successful. Maybe it's financially, but it's definitely value building on the inside. Whatever it is that you're accessing, when you're a champion, it don't matter if you win or lose. You still have pride about yourself. And that's quite the opposite than someone giving you a belt. That's what you get. You get a sense that you win no matter what the win-loss parameters have been set. And you do that for a really long time. And you become the example of how to do that for other people. All right, my friends. Let's be the end right there. I'm just going to wrap it up for you. Make sure that you guys... Give that a try this week. TGIM. And you please believe you have work to do this week. But thank God it's Monday, right? Gives us another shot to make it all right. Until the next one, you guys. Visit that website, CoachYohanCSCS.com. But then stay all the way up.